our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hi YouTube, it's Joshua Miles and welcome back to my channel. Today's video is yet another episode in my Summer of True Crime series and today's video is made in collaboration with Little Jane Doe. So we our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Be sure to jump over to her channel after you finish watching this video to check out the video that we did over there. Hey friends, I hope this video finds you well. For those of you unfamiliar with me, my name is Amanda and I run the YouTube channel Little Jane Doe. It consists of unsolved cases, be it Jane and John Doe's. Um, unsolved disappearances, murders, um, also vintage murders and I'm going to be expanding a little bit more into the horror sort of area of things with some supernatural and things like that but for the most part I am a true crime channel and I focus a lot on British cases because I am from the UK but I don't have any qualms with doing anything outside of the UK and I'm happy to do things from across the pond so if my channel seems like something you're interested in, please stop by and check it out. Also make sure that you check out me and Josh's collaboration on my channel after you've watched this, of course. And without further ado, I will let Josh get straight into the case. Today's video is actually a little bit different from my usual unsolved solved kind of true crime cases because today's video is a missing persons case um, and it's quite a recent missing persons case too. So I'd really appreciate it if you gave this video a moment of your time. I'd just like to point out this video has not been made to cause disrespect or anything like that. It's just been made to spread awareness about this case by compiling information from various different public sources on the internet. Now, with all that being said, let's delve right into this case. 19-year-old Leah Croucher lived in Emerson Valley, Milton Keynes, England. And she was described by all those who knew her as being a family-oriented person who was very loving and caring towards her friends and family. She was a kind, sensible, and caring girl. Leah didn't really enjoy going out to pubs and clubs, but on those rare occasions that she did go out, she would always be home and back in bed before 1 a.m. Now, Leah was the kind of person that absolutely 
absolutely loved fantasy fiction. She would read fantasy fiction all the time and even write her own fantasy fiction short stories and publish them. Now on Wednesday the 14th of February 2019, on Valentine's Day of this year, Leah said goodnight to her parents and siblings before retreating to her bedroom to go to sleep. She had to get up early to go to work the next morning where she was known to be a very reliable person. And she wasn't the kind of person that wouldn't show up to work without informing her employer well in advance. Leah got up early on Thursday the 15th of February 2019, ate some breakfast, brushed her teeth, got changed into some clothes and packed her rucksack with the clothes she was going to wear at work that day before she quietly left the family house, being very careful not to wake anybody. Now Leah set off on her usual route to work and was captured on CCTV footage at around 8.15am. She was seen that morning walking down Buzzacut Lane in Furston. She was headed in the direction of Locksbeer Drive and Shafron Way. These images taken from the CCTV surveillance system are the last known images of Leah Croucher. Leah failed to show up at work that morning and then when she did return home that evening, her parents were understandably very worried. This was very out of character for her, so they contacted the police and filed her as missing. This is the curious case of Leah Croucher. So the day before Leah went missing on Valentine's Day of 2019, some of her movements beforehand were considered suspicious and strange by the investigating officers. So Leah had left work on Valentine's Day and made her way around the eastern side of Furston Lake while she was making her way home. While we're unsure of whether or not this was part of Leah's usual routine, we do know that she changed her settings on her phone around 5.45pm. So Leah switched off her locational services settings on her phone, which would have deactivated her GPS and also would have deactivated her Find My iPhone, a service that can be used to locate a phone when it's lost. It's believed that either Leah's family or police used the Find My iPhone app to try and find Leah's phone after that she went missing, but unfortunately any attempts at this were unsuccessful. When Leah got home that Valentine's evening, she quickly changed out of her work clothes and into something comfier, which was a pair of jogging bottoms. She was clearly eager to get out of her work clothes and into something much comfier. Leah then told her family that she was going to spend the evening with a friend, however it is unknown if she specified which friend she was going to see. All of Leah's known friends from work, school and social media were questioned after Leah went missing, however they all had alibis for Valentine's Day evening. This led to speculation that Leah didn't actually go and meet up with her friends, meaning that she lied to her parents about her whereabouts. This could be explained perhaps by her going to see somebody that she shouldn't have seen, maybe an ex-partner, or maybe somebody that her parents just didn't like that much. She could have even been meeting up with somebody from a dating app. So who Leah saw that evening is left to speculation and police have not released any more information pertaining to that Valentine's evening to the public, presumably because this is an ongoing case. Now let's talk about the morning of the 15th of February 2019 when she was last seen on CCTV. Like we said earlier in the video, Leah was seen on CCTV surveillance walking down Buzzacut Lane at approximately 8.15am. However, there were actually three witnesses 
users that came forward with separate accounts that all matched up with sightings of someone that looks like Leah Croucher. Now I have to say that the following witness accounts are all unconfirmed witness sightings as far as I'm aware and it's almost impossible to completely say 100% whether the person that these witnesses saw was in fact Leah Croucher. But what the witnesses did allegedly see was very, very interesting. Between 9.30 and 10 a.m. on the Thursday morning of February 15th, 2019, an hour and 15 minutes after she was seen on CCTV, a witness claimed to have seen a woman matching Leah Crouch's description, and the witness said that she had seen this woman by Thurston Lake. And according to this first witness, Leah was very focused on her phone and was typing away to someone. She was so focused, in fact, that she almost walked into this witness who was walking in the opposite direction of her. According to the first witness, Leah briefly looked up from her phone and apologized before continuing on on her way. And Leah and this witness went their separate ways. Now between 10 a.m. and 10.15 a.m., quite soon after the first witness account, two other witnesses who were actually walking together around the lake reported seeing a woman that matched the description of Leah Croucher and she was visibly angry, upset, and distressed. She seemed to be crying. Then about 20 minutes later, the two witnesses saw Leah Croucher again and reportedly she was in a much calmer state from the first time and seemed to be on her phone to someone. She seemed to be on a call with someone. Now, as you can imagine, the police are very, very eager to identify who this mystery woman was. And that's so that they can rule out any possibilities. There has not been another notable sighting of Leah Croucher since. If you have any information at all, no matter how big or how small, please do not hesitate to use the contact information in the description below. So let's discuss some major points in this case which stand out to us about Leah's disappearance. Interestingly, her mobile phone has not been used since the 15th of February. She has sent no texts and she has made no phone calls from her known SIM card. She also has not used her data plan since either. It could be possible that she switched out her SIM card so that she couldn't be tracked. However, I would tend to agree with Josh's opinion in that I don't think that she has ran away voluntarily. So it's unknown whether Leah had a contract phone because this would be easy to track due to the IMEI number assigned to iPhones regardless of whether the SIM has been changed. What we do know for certain is that police are confident that her SIM, her known SIM, has not been used since she disappeared. Leah's bank account has not been used or accessed since February 15th either. More disturbingly, Leah was known to be somebody who was constantly active on social media. She was constantly on her phone in communication with her friends via text and, of course, as I said, on social media but none of her social media accounts have been accessed since she disappeared. Leah also hadn't made any withdrawals from her bank account. There was nothing to indicate that she was stockpiling cash for her to run away. Further to this, Leah had actually booked to go on holiday with her family two weeks after she disappeared, and she was very, very excited about this. On all accounts, Leah was actually saving up her money so that she could buy new clothes for this holiday, and that she had some spending money whilst they were on this holiday. Leah had even helped to book the hotel that her and her family were staying at on this holiday, so she was clearly intending to go. She was clearly very excited about going on this holiday. This doesn't seem like the typical behavior of somebody who was intending on running away. Like I discussed in my Lynn Messer case video, this isn't usual behavior of someone intending to run away. People who are intending to run away don't make solid plans, nine times out of ten, for after the time that they're 
planning on running away, if that makes sense. They don't plan a holiday two weeks after the date that they're going to run away. They don't make any sort of plans for after they intend to go missing. Yes, they may make loose plans to avoid suspicion or anything like that, but they wouldn't go and book full-blown holidays and spend a lot of money on buying new holiday clothes for that holiday if they were just going to go and go missing two weeks before it. Further to this, when Leah's bedroom was searched, it was determined that none of her clothing and possessions had been taken from the room, which is something that you would do if you were running away. You would pack a bag with some extra clothing and your possessions and that kind of thing, but nothing was disturbed besides for the clothes that she had taken to work that morning, the clothes that she'd usually work in, and her usual possessions that she'd take around with her. She didn't take anything extra. It seemed as if Leah had simply vanished. It has now been over three months since Leah Croucher disappeared. Her parents have made several desperate pleas for Leah to return home, however, to no avail. Leah hasn't been seen since the morning of the 15th of February 2019. No further trace of her has been found either. If you have any information that could aid in finding Leah or any information that could help in this case, then please don't hesitate to use the information that I've left in the description down below. And that is everything that we have for you so far in this case. If there are any more updates, then I will be making an update video to this. Thank you so much to Little Jane Doe for coming on and helping me out with this video today. Be sure to jump over to her channel to check out the video we did over there. Don't forget to like this video if you found it interesting. Leave a comment down below letting me know what you think, what your theories are, what you think happened to Leah. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that bell icon so you can be notified every single time that I post. And with all that that being said, I will see you in the next video. Dollar for every time you slam the door, I would be the richest girl alive, live, live. If you hadn't run away, every time I asked you stay, you would sleep right next to me tonight. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.